sure where it stems from, but I feel like it, like, like I can see it in, in my work life, but I can also see it in other parts of my life. It's like, when I decide I'm gonna do something, like, I'm gonna do it. I don't know, it's just my nature, I guess. Yeah, like, I go in there, I'm like, mm, I'm not really feeling it today, I'm just gonna kind of take it easy. And then I'm in there and I'm like, no, I'm going all out. Like, I can't, it's just like an all or nothing. <laughs> What is up, trade crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryan and Dennis. We are powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. They are your premier PHVAC manufacturers rep in the Mid-Atlantic. We have a fantastic show for you today, tonight. It's Friday. We have a female guest on the show. It's been a while since we've had the... Uh, female guest on we're pumped i'm uh super excited about this episode so without further ado let's get it going yeah come on What's up, trade crew? Yes, we are back again. Thank you to our other platinum sponsor, One Thing Marketing. I talked to our friend Brittany today, actually. She said to tell the trade crew hello. If anybody needs any help with their company's website marketing, please reach out to Brittany. You can find links on our website, hvacrd.com, that they built for us. So thanks, One Thing Marketing. Go yeah, check need, it out. We need some more Google clicks yes. or something, however we do that. Yes, yes. Please increase the traffic. So also make sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and TikTok at hvac.rnd, as well as on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Tradehounds as HVACRND. Again, please go check out the website. Check out the Trade Crew Vendor Hub for more info on One Thing Marketing, Keystone Sales, as well as our deals with BetterHelp, Chirp, and Service Titan. Also, start looking for some live events. We've got some stuff coming up this fall. Almost all the dates are kind of solidified, so as soon as we know those for fact and I get some times, I will start loading those up. Also, update for Dennis articles. I have officially started the oh first one. Oh, boy. No joke. <laughs> seriously. Uh, seriously. Seriously. Started it last night. Um, I got a couple paragraphs of it and started fleshing out kind of the rest of it, but it was based on uh, a conversation or comment I overheard with our VP of engineering and some of the uh, commercial sales guys from a sales meeting that I was listening to, but not in uh, yesterday. But I think some of the things that he said, you know, echo a lot of the things that I believe in, in my philosophy about how I look at sales 
and how I look at, you know, using the things at your company's disposable or disposal, not disposable, but disposal to do uh, more than people sometimes give you credit for being able to figure out how to do. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to try to get that out, hopefully, maybe later this week, as well as a newsletter. I think I've finally figured out how I want to do those as far as content. So newsletters get, are coming. Uh, don't get writer's block on me. Trying not to. Trying not to. <laughs> um, and for any other information, please check the link tree in the bios of social media. But it's now time for what you're all waiting for. The famous guest intro. So tonight's guest is one that I've had the pleasure to spend some time with on a job site. She is a true daughter of the trades, having grown up in the industry, is someone that I believe can be a leading voice for women in HVAC. Somehow, she also balances being a mom, being the wife to her husband, and also daily install partner with their company in Raleigh, and she even finds time to be an Instagram CrossFit rock star. So, please welcome Miss Rachel Martins, best known as HVAC Installer, to the show. If all of the kings had their queens on the throne, we would pop champagne and raise our toes to all of the queens who are fighting alone. Baby, you're not dancing on your own. Can't live without me. You wanna, but you can't. Nah, nah, nah. Think it's funny, but honey, can't run this show on your own. I can feel my body shake. There's only so much I can take. I'll show you how. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. What's, what's up? up? Hi. Hi. Isn't it weird saying like, what's up? And we've been talking for about 30 minutes before we came on here. It's kind of weird. I feel like an imposter. <laughs> I always think that. I don't know. I feel like we got through that one pretty quick. That was, that was good and smooth. Under yeah. five minutes. It's pretty solid. Nice walkout song. Enjoyed that. I know you couldn't hear it. And, uh, no. but. That's the best thing about having imaginations, though. We can just know, play right? that in our head. <laughs> It'll make it exciting when I listen to it. That's true. So uh, I guess I don't know if everybody. Well, so Rachel listens to the show. Yeah. Finally, we got somebody on here that listens to the show. For crying out loud. Really? But, yeah. That, well, I, we actually have a lot of guests on the show, honestly, that don't listen to podcasts. Very true. Um, mm-hmm. I still meet a lot of people. You know, and all when I'm training, I'm like 25, you know, contractors in front of me. I'm like, anybody listen to podcasts? And they're like two people, you know. Um, I do. I listen regularly, although I was two episodes behind. So full disclosure, I listened to two episodes today to prepare. Nice. Myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we're not going to quiz you on that. Last well, week. I want to know what's going on. I've already forgotten like about what up. we talked about. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Oh, I got to stay up to date on what's going on. But we had some episodes back where I was clicking these buttons on that we found on this, what we stream through and we can hear all these sounds, but they don't record. I know. I'm trying to remember what show that was because I don't know how many times I was trying to talk and he just starts dinging these random sound effects and I'm dying laughing. And I'm sure everyone is like, Oh, the show was horrible because yeah, nobody else could hear it. And there was, there's no way for me to put it in there. I don't know why they have this. I guess it's a live thing. Um, probably, 
we'll like try a true it. radio show. That's right. Yeah. Sound effect guy. That's what we thought. We were pumped. Oh yeah, the ballpark organ, the the comedy drums are on there. Yeah, the drum roll. Yeah, couldn't hear any yes. of us. <laughs> just me and Ryden heard it. So you guys are just laughing and no we one are. understands why. I gotta yeah, go exactly. back and I sound like what. an idiot the whole time, probably. <laughs> I gotta find what show that's on. Okay, so we have an avid listener, so we might as well go ahead and get right to it on what we are drinking. What did the uh, what did the CrossFitter bring to the show? Well, you before the show, you guessed water, so I do have my water. That is true, <laughs> but I also brought Costco's best twist top sangria to the nice. show. Nice. Oh, you know what? It is Costco Kirkland brand too, so I didn't even go brand name. I had to really go full mom. With plug, this that's stuff. right. Plug. <laughs> well, we're we're Sam's Hashtag over full here. Mom. Full mom, yeah, oh yeah. Full mom mode. I've got an 18 year old, so we have to shop there. I mean, there's just no way around it. You got to get four boxes of cereal at one time. Oh, geez. I can't wait for he for him to go to college Friday. So he goes Friday. We're gonna save so much money on groceries. It's cute that you think that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're gonna come but, home and, and raid everything and uh, take it with them. Well he can't. He can't take his truck. <laughs> That's true. I have to go get him. Yeah, he can't he can't get back unless I go get him. Yeah, we He'll tried to get landlocked a, in Boone. Yeah, we so App State said, don't forget, um, July 23rd, sign on there and get you a parking pass. We signed on at eight minutes after it opened and they were all gone. Oh, my goodness. So he doesn't have a car. He's got a one wheel to ride around on and they have a trolley that's called the Apple Cart. (laughs) (laughs) He is not stoked about that. Um, But he wants to go somewhere he'll have to jump on that or find a buddy with a car back in my college days like a lot of schools didn't even let first year students drive it was like reserved for the older students or the second that's kind of what it is i mean it's a really small lot it's a mile away from his dorm so he'd have to catch the little cart or walk i guess to to get to it builds character he needs it yeah I remember oh, yeah, having gonna... to. I was gonna say I, I remember having to park at. So I went to Western Apps Eternal Enemy. So Corey and I, I guess, don't get to talk for the next four years. Um, <laughs> but now I remember when I first transferred there, I didn't have have a parking pass, so I had to just park anywhere that was overflow parking if I could find it. And I remember having to park at Western's football stadium when it was like twenty degrees one winter and then walking like two miles to my dorm because I was in Central Drive all the way at the top of campus and it was one of the most miserable walks ever. Yeah, in Western another, like another hour up or kinda? Uh, it's, I'm trying to say, I mean, it's... Is it further into the mountains? Well, I mean, it's further, you know, down the mountain ridge of the Carolinas, but oh, I wouldn't I say you. it's further into the mountains they're both they're both in them right boone's probably i think boone's higher elevation overall because they're a little bit higher up but it's all in the blue ridge 
So sangria, you you pop the you you popping a cork on that thing or what is that? A no, screw? this is full twist top, and I would I would let it for you, but I've already opened it, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna put it on ice. I am gonna put it on ice. Okay. I went camping this weekend, and I I drank about half of it. This I weekend. like sangria. Me Just too. don't ever think about it. Um, Why? I don't know. When I'm out in the uh, Aldi, had some sangria that was pretty good too. That's also a mom go-to little Aldi. <laughs> yeah. The off, I say off brands, but then people fuss at me. They're not off brands. They're just different brands. Brands that aren't here. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Um. All right. What do you got, Ryan? All right. Oh, that would be a delightful amber lager made by our friends at Red Oak. Red Oak. Well, repeat for me. Still working on the giant case of Yingling Light. So there it is. I'll get me some Red Oak soon. Soon as we get that email, I'll get me some Red Oak. I know, right? I gotta pump the brakes on drinking on here, man. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to shell a couple of them out. <laughs> I then ran out of the little free four. Ran pack out of the Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, it's because I drank it all. That four pack did not <laughs> last long. <laughs> okay, this is an HVAC show. I promise. HVAC. My daughter calls it HVAC. HVAC. I like she it. She said, "Are you HVACing?" <laughs> she has trouble with some of that stuff. Um, so, what have you been working on? What kind of installs have you been getting into? Lately, we've been doing a lot of the Amanda S. Series. Okay, so heat pumps. Yeah, everything: heat pumps, furnaces. So you're out in Raleigh, is that? I should know this. What do you see more, heat pumps or? I don't know. It seems like you do some gas packs too. You look like you do a little bit of everything. It's really, it's kind of rare that we get a gas pack. So when we get one, it's like a treat because it'll be like a early day. But yeah, we do gas packs, heat pumps, eighty percent, ninety percent, a little bit of everything. Well, and we talked about the S because you were putting, you were waiting on an S the day I came and saw you guys for lunch. I thought, yeah, there correct. was. Yeah, well, there was two crews doing it the same thing the same day, and we loaded up the wrong one. We had the wrong tonnage. We swapped. So, so tell me about to... tell me about this S. I'm not gonna. Yep. Quiz oh you gosh, too I don't hard, know if I'm but... the one. I <laughs> <Yeah>. like them. <laughs> I mean, literally, I like, like is this startup a startup takes a little while because you got to run through the charge mode and test mode and all that. Okay. But at the end of the day, when it's all up and running. That outdoor unit's so quiet that I would want one in my house. So is this a, how many wires are outside? Four? Two. Two wires. It's an inverter. 17.2 sear AC or pump. It's not, well, you have separate ACs and separate pumps based on what I see model number wise. Yeah, I just hadn't dove into that. I haven't checked. I usually try to keep up with everybody's putting out, but that's getting really hard to do. What I've liked about it so far is that it saves us a lot from having to run wires because you only need two wires outside and you only, you only need four wires at the thermostat. So since we've been putting them in, like I've yet to have to run 
a thermostat wire, which is nice. Okay. So charge mode, obviously. Um, and then is it does it give you a subcool chart, or is it? It really they want doesn't. you to weigh it in. Yeah, they don't give you the subcool chart. I haven't seen one at least. Right. Okay. If somebody has that, send it to me. Right. I'll work on yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Seven to eleven. That, it, you're fine. Somewhere in there. Yeah, we've been doing seven to nine. So. See. Yeah. There you go. Fits every solid. Long as it's. Uh... Yeah, we had. I mean, when when I was on the Ream Rude side. They got subcool for heating and cooling, even on their inverters. Which, the heating side, I just, man, I never did trust it. I, I like weighing stuff in in the wintertime. That's just me, though. Yeah. Get as close Agreed. as you can. That's what we do. Circle back. Subcool in the summer and wait in the winter. But yeah, Reem will say. throw out a, uh, you know, they'll throw out a subcool on like a, heat pump three ton heat pump that's like 28 and you're just like gosh man really <laughs> okay here we go <laughs> i was gonna say when you're doing all of your setups there do you have to do any bluetooth setup there kind of like um yeah, yeah. okay that's what well, i was wondering well yeah let's get into that what do you what do you think well, about e that well igor does most of that um I'm his helper. I don't know if you guys knew that. He's the foreman on our crew. I'm his helper. Um, so he runs his Bluetooth thing, but yeah, you get to run it through the app. It's like you need an app for each brand. So we got them all. Yeah, we talked about that on the last show, right? Like if y'all were to just pick up another brand and start tomorrow on another brand and you put in the high seer, it's another app, another yep. You know, if they're Bluetooth setup, um, I know Reem's headed that way. We got a Reem app. I kind of missed. Uh, I kind of missed that. I got out of the field. Now I was on the tech support side, but I missed uh, setting stuff up in the field with you know Bluetooth. Yeah, over all here, that was happening on our side, right when you were making changes. Yeah, over here at Bosch, that currently there's none of that at all. No. But, nope. No. So. It's a, it's a, I don't know. I like it. <laughs> it Straightforward, simple startup. But everybody's cool. got their, got their own stuff. Be cool if like everyone streamlined and there was one app and this is how you do it. Yeah. It'll never happen. It's one of those, uh, wish in one hand and do something in the other and you see which one gets filled first. <laughs> All right. So do you, uh, we got September coming close. Do y'all, do y'all two go to counter days together? Do you like going to counter days and checking all that stuff out, grabbing some free food? I would love to go. We always get invited when we stop in in the morning to pick up our equipment, but we're working. They always do it like in the middle of the day when we're right in the thick right? of it. Yeah. Yep. Nobody Why ever thinks that? of us. I don't know. <laughs> it's hurtful, you know? Well, I mean, technicians usually are hung up, too. I, I'm, I was the same way. I'm like, oh, man, that sounds great. I'll, I'll be back. And I'm in this attic, and there's a clogged drain. And I'm like, God, I'm just not going to make it. We say that all the time, though, because even, like, the office, like, of our company, they'll do they'll do things, and they'll be like, we're having lunch today. Come get some lunch. Why don't you deliver it? 
Why not, right? <laughs> How would you like me to do that? Thanks. <laughs> Do y'all do, uh, well, first of all, how many people are in this company? Lord, I don't know. As far as install goes, I think we have 16 crews right now. 16? Like 16, yeah. Jeez, okay. That's, and then uh, it's up there. There's a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a big one. Then service guys, I don't know exactly. It's got to be close to 40, though. 30, 40, something like that. I was going to say, it's usually double. at least double. Yeah. And then there's the know. maintenance guys, and I don't know how many of them we have. Got to be a good handful. And then you've got two different locations also, so you're serving multiple parts of Raleigh from different places, too. Oh, our service area is huge. Like, way... It goes... How far down 40 do you go? <laughs> Coming like this way, western. Apex. Okay. Apex all the way up there to... I was gonna what's say, up, do you go, what's up north? Chapel Hill? What's north of Chapel Hill? Do you go all the way Hill? to Virginia at all? Or? No, 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 not that far. Um, Durham? Durham's a little bit yep. north of Chapel Hill, yep. up 15501. So that whole circle. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's... It's like a huge radius. It's pretty big. Yeah, there is a, there's a line to draw there, you know? It's like my old boss used to our little circle just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then my first call would be an hour and a half away. And I'm just like, ah, this is, this isn't good. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know. At some point you're not benefiting there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So Igor and I, we drive in together. We take our, our van home. We, we live like an hour and 10 minutes from, from where we work. So we got the drive-ins about an hour and 10 minutes. The drive home is about an hour, depending on where we are. And then there's that drive to the job. And sometimes yep. it's like 15 <laughs> minutes, 10 minutes down the road. Sometimes like today, 46 minutes. And so that's when we're like, who's driving to the job? Cause that's like a second, cause I'll drive to work and he'll drive home from work. And then we kind of see who's going to drive to the job. We'll see. All right. So today. we got to get into this. You keep talking about, <laughs> you keep talking, let's. We're gonna skip. We're gonna skip what me and Ryan's been working on because it's 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 not good. It's not good. I'm still working on this trailer. I feel like I'm living in this thing. No, I uh, wanted to hear about this because what are you doing? <laughs> what kind of trailer is this? It's it is. so I'm I'm moving out basically. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I know I, I I keep calling it a camper. So this is a it's a trailer that Keystone has purchased and I'm building so it's a training trailer so it's 16 foot long 7 foot wide and it's got the big back door that comes down so I'm going to pull this to you know those counter days that you can't make it to I'll be it <laughs> we'll take pictures and send yes. them I'll send you I'll post no 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 all. now you got a trailer you can come to me that's right well hey so um, you tell me who to talk to, and we'll make that happen. Yeah. If if you have the slightest interest in Bosch, and you're in North or South Carolina, I will pull up at your location. Um, <laughs> so I used to have a little tiny, God, it was five by seven, and I had a heat pump system that I would push up in there on a cart and uh, push it in the hotels and do the training in there. This is going to have a tankless a uh, water heater, a boiler, a mini split on it. And then 
a heat pump, like a three-ton heat pump on a cart that'll roll off, and then a three-ton package unit that that will roll off, and all this will plug in. Um, you know, we'll put up a little tent outside. We'll have tables, but I could also pull up and just do a bunch of just hands-on training. So this trailer was just empty. It's just plywood, and I've got to put all this in there, and it, it's all got to run. <laughs> so it's gonna be cool. I was really excited to hear about a, it because I didn't know what the plan for it was, and the reason I'm so excited is because I told you I went camping this weekend. We have a camper. But it's a trailer that we converted into a camper. It's a oh, sixteen gotcha. foot enclosed trailer. Yeah. And now it's got an AC, like just like a window unit AC. We got lights in there, a refrigerator, microwave outlets, and then we just throw a queen size mattress down on the yep. floor and a twin size mattress on the floor for the kids, and we're all in there. It's like Yeah, at like a, a quarter of the price probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm yep. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it, mean, and it feels more like camping. It's not so luxurious, it's but it's glamping, not it's right? not it's not clamping, but it's not roughing it. So here's what I always thought: like, man, you get a nice camper, and then you, and then it just a downpour, and you're hiking, and everybody's like, "Oh, we can't go in there. It's all nice. There's tile and leather." Yeah, this and, ain't like that, <laughs> right? See, like, I like the campers. You can just just pile up in there and just. And what's cool is we put like, I call it like the kitchenette, like where the counter is in the microwave and the fridge. It's all to the front of the trailer. So once you take like all of our stuff out of it, it's a like a fully functional trailer. Like I can move in it because there's right. nothing else in the way. And then when we want to go camping, we got the mattresses, like lift those up and then we throw everything in there. The bikes, the kayaks, like all the things oh, sweet. and load nice. it right up, you know? Yeah, they finally came out with the toy haulers that are that idea. Um, yep. Where the back comes down, you just pull motorcycles or dirt bikes up in there or whatever. Yeah, kind. a friend of mine had one of those for her side by side. But they're even more expensive than the other camper, the regular mm -hmm. camper. <laughs> yeah, so this is the same idea. Um, I did put a counter, like cabinets at the end, because this comes to a point. So. Man, this poor cabinet I bought. I bought this 60-inch kitchen cabinet and just literally just hacked it to pieces <laughs> just to fit in this triangle, right? Like, I mean, because uh, I didn't want it to stick out all that way. So, yeah, I put a countertop in and a sink. The, the sink will run off of the tankless. So if you go all the way in and turn on the hot water, it'll run off the tankless. That way I can do some tankless training and then... The boiler is going to run like a towel warmer, maybe a kick, like a toe kick heater or something. Got to have a couple zones on the. So, yeah, it'll be a fun little thing to pull around. And today I wired up the panel with the generator. So I put in a plug so you could take the generator, you know, 25 feet away because it's loud as shit. That thing is God almighty. I'm going to have to build a dugboard box to put yeah. around it. <laughs> Get one of those little quiet Honda ones. Nah, well, we, there's, we there's need a, a pretty good size one. Bad boy. Yeah. Well, we caught the, we were at a supply house and they're like, hey, do y'all, this is a 5,500 watt generator. Do you, you can have it for 200 bucks and call oh, my boss. He's like, oh yeah, here, just grab it. <laughs> and it sounds like 
you know, you're at the fair when I pull this, turn this thing on. It's ridiculous. Or a NASCAR <laughs> event, something. But yeah, I got that done today. I got some LEDs up on the ceiling with the uh, that all run off the generator. So it's got to be done by September somehow. Oh, okay. isn't it crawl? You're gonna get it done. You're gonna get it done. Yeah. I was in an encapsulated crawl space yesterday that had the LED lights. It was like it's so nice. Something like out of Instagram. Man, I missed. Uh, <laughs> you didn't get any pictures of that. No, I didn't actually. It was such a nice environment. She just enjoyed it. I mean, I got a picture of our install, but didn't, I don't know, didn't do it justice. Right. All right. Yeah. And we, so we got to get into that later. That's on the notes. I know there's, these notes are super busy. All right. So you got to, for, for our listeners here, how you got into this, and then we're going to get into this whole installing with your husband thing here because this is one of a kind just gotta say it is it's something isn't it so tell us about how you got into even doing installs in so, this industry well, I, yeah, was, I was gonna say i was gonna say go to the beginning let's talk because you to told me beginning. a bit of your story yeah growing up in hvac <laughs> okay i'll go back well the last person I, we had said i was born well, yeah, yeah. Maybe not that far, but you know what I, I mean. Was, I'm 33. I was born in 1989. Anyways, I grew up in Massachusetts, and my whole family moved down here to North Carolina about seven years ago. Like my mom, my sister, my brother, all of us, we all moved down. But growing up up there, my dad had an HVAC business. He ran just like a one one crew gig, small little thing out of our house. And um, so I grew up like literally living in it like i yep. knew the parts i didn't know anything really about what he did but i knew we had a lot of stuff in the in the uh, garage <laughs> our little shed thing it was full of all his yep. little shop stuff and i knew what to touch and what not to touch and he told me you touch this and it's going to cut you it's going to hurt real bad so i knew what not to touch um but i never really even thought to even go that route like it just it was never Right. Even a thought in my mind that I could join his business. And that's how I met my husband, too. He um, he worked for my dad. That's how we met. Of course, I met him because he worked out of the house. So he was there. Right. But um, it was never a thought in my mind that after high school, I would just do that like my brother did. My brother finished high school and went to work with that. It was just that's kind of just, you know, how it is. So I went to college. I wasted a ton of money. Oh boy! <laughs> I just what paid did, off my I just paid off my take? student debt this year. I started in criminal justice because I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was like, oh, "I'll be a cop." <laughs> so I'll go waste forty grand a year to be a cop. This is so such a good plan. Yeah, um, my wife started hers too, <laughs> and now she's finally going to graduate with a religion degree this fall. Yay! That's nice. Um, so I did one year of criminal justice for a nice private school that I just finished paying off this year. And then I decided I don't want to be a cop because I don't, I couldn't see myself like shooting anybody. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want that on my conscience. Like, and there's that. You, know, <laughs> yep. you got You got to do what you got to do. Like it's justified. Like I believe in that, but I don't want it. I don't want it to be me. Um, you still got to go to sleep at night, right? Yeah, that's too much. So 
I decided I would go for social work so I can help the people but not kill anyone. <laughs> and, That's a great way to put it. Uh, so then I finished that degree and I was a social worker. I guess still am a social worker. And um, because of what my mom was in, she was a nurse and she's always worked in long-term care nursing homes. I decided I would be a nursing home social worker. And so I was one for a long time up until about three years ago when I was like a year and a half into COVID, like in the worst possible scenario of COVID there is in a nursing home. And I was just like, I was done. I just, I couldn't do all the restrictions and regulations and audits and just walking on eggshells. It was just so much. It's like you'd do all these things and you try your best and you're trying to do right by people and it's never enough and you got all the mm. criticism from the entire world you know because we're killing all the old people right and oh, so the nursing homes was a yeah. yeah my wife's uh nanny was in one during covid and what a sad situation extremely like, sad they come over to the window can't nobody go in and just like what is happening here and it was like nobody had a voice or a say in the matter at all. Like it didn't matter what the patients wanted. It didn't matter what the families wanted. It was just whatever the government says goes. Mm -hmm. It just felt very, I don't it know was odd. there's a word. It was yep. just, it was a weird. It was a lot. It, it was a weird time. And you don't really, unless you experience that, that, that nursing home thing, like it was tough for her to like, cause we, cause it, up until that we were going by there and hanging out, you know. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, we just, they come over to the window and Tracy's like, I'm not doing that. I can't do that. That's it was so hard worse. because, because yeah, they have worse. like a lot of them have like dementia and they don't really understand. And they're seeing their family member outside and they're like, come in, come in, come on. Right. And you're like, you can't explain that. You know, like, just, I can't. And you can't. If I would have been there, I would have been like, really? Just give me some COVID. I mean, can I just see the people can i just i mean i'm 89 years old <laughs> i'm gonna something's gonna get me might as well be this well i mean there's a lot of truth to that like i know this is controversial but i mean when right. you're at that point in your life i believe in my like deep in my heart about quality over quantity at that point right and so when you're basically locked in a medical prison for the rest of your time like that like why is no one talking about that like yep it, it was just a weird, weird thing. That's another show. Yeah, <laughs> I could sure. talk for a long time about that. <laughs> well, and before we continue, I want to—I do want to back you up to one thing because what's interesting. Is, I had to say one thing because then I'm—I'm I'm going to talk about Brittany for a minute. Yeah. So, when Brittany was on the show, I think episode eighty-three, she said one of the exact same things that you just did. So she grew up; her 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 family were contractors. But she said, you know, when she got done with high school and even growing up, no one ever gave her the option like, well, you know, you could have taken over part of the business or you could have gotten into the office. You could have helped grow the business. There was never something saying that a a woman or a female could go into that industry. It was just yeah. go to school, go to school. And I think you no, guys are yeah, very close to the same age, um, like early 30s. Just like, mm -hmm. so it's, you know, we start hearing these things over and over and it just kind of adds weight to how different and how much the landscape is changing even in the last 10 or so years now that we're seeing more and more women get into the trades. 
Yeah, and that was like the whole thing with me starting to kind of publicize my journey or whatever is because no one ever told me I couldn't. Yeah. I just never thought to do it because I never saw it. Well, they never told yeah, you nobody, you could either. Nobody ever told right. you you could either. That's what I'm... And it's that generation, right? It's my dad, your dad. They, you know, it's not that they didn't like women. They just, you know... I don't think do, he thought of it either. He didn't you know? think of it I'm, either. It's not a, it was just not a thing. Like, I keep looking at Kylie's try to sneak by without, you know, messing up my recording here. And I'm thinking... I'm going to, I'm going to ask her, you know, at some point I'm going to say, Hey, you know, you can go into HVAC, right? Like, but that's what we're doing now. I'm going to, I'm going to tell her, listen, I'm in this business. You can get in it. I can give you a better path in there. You can go. And if she doesn't, that's okay. Right. But when you were at the house there, your dad just didn't even think of that. I mean, at all. Yeah. And I, and I honestly have never really asked him like why he didn't. I don't know if it was like he just didn't want to put that kind of work on me, like he didn't want me to work that hard, or right. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I think any sure. dad wants their daughter to have to work hard. I'll be honest; they don't yeah. want them to just have the world. Well, and I'll be completely honest. I'm not going to get up here and say it's for every woman because it's not. I don't think nope. that, every, and I wouldn't even say every man. Like it, like it takes a nope. certain I was kind of say, physique some... and mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I know some buddies that couldn't hack it that legit. They just, there's no way they could hack it. Yeah. A lot of the green scared of this, scared of that. Don't want to do this. Don't want to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the green guys come through and, um, I end up training them just cause I have like a, I don't know if it's a patience or a knack for it. I, I do enjoy teaching the green guys. Well, you're a social um, worker. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's, it makes more sense guess, now that we know that part. I got there some go. communication skills, and I do. I think because I was so green when I started, I have an appreciation for like, no, you really have to spell every single thing out to them. Right. Like they know nothing, you know, and um, and that's what I do, and I actually like that part of it. So, could you see, let's say, a couple years down the road? Could you see yourself at some point wanting to move away from primary install every day to be doing more hands-on training with, you know, future installers or that's something you would want to even look at? I think down the road, I think there's another path for me just because like physically this isn't like a forever job, like for no. anybody, you know, like it takes a toll on the body and I feel like I'm the fittest I've ever been in my life. And even still, like it weighs on you. Like there's some days where I come home and I got nothing left in the tank. So it's not, and there's some old guys that work with us. <laughs> I'm yep. wondering, I'm like, yeah. how are you're like, how old and you're still doing this? And you're, I don't know. He is crushing the work smart, not hard thing. Yep. <laughs> I guess, but man, even if you're doing the bare minimum, you're still doing a lot. No, I mean, Every, every podcast has this, you know, conversation at some point about installing how it is on the body. I miss installing so much, but I remember day in, day out, because you will push yourself. If you're somebody that pushes yourself in general, uh, you know, you'll go grab that you know, five ton evaporator coal. Like I got this. I don't need nobody to help me with this. And you'll just grab it. And then the next day you're like, God, why did I do that? Like, yep. It was, yeah. you know, 
24 wide, 36 inches tall. Like we should have carried it around here together, set it in place. But if you're headstrong like that, it's just worse. Like you come home and you're like, oh my God, like my back, um, your knees, your hands. I just remember my hands just, just like raw. All right. Like either you try to wear gloves, but I hate wearing gloves. I am not a glove person. I wear gloves for like most of the stuff, like especially carrying stuff in and out and all that. But when I get to my wiring, I can't. I have to take them out. Like I just right. nope. cannot have anything on my hands. And then that just starts wearing on them, right? I mean, day in, day out, pulling especially heavy wire, you know, when heat pumps, you know, heat kits yep. and stuff. But yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm glad you said that. You know, it's like women in the trades. Let's, let's, but it's not for everybody it's no, you know, like you like you, there, there's like a minimum amount of like actual strength that's like necessary and yep. then mindset like yeah like just mental toughness is necessary i want to know if how many people actually noticed you had a an install video the other day when you just like beast moded that air handler you're like yeah it's down it's up <laughs> Like, I was like, did anyone just real? It, I mean, it, she dead. No those things ain't light. It. No They're not light. It, but it's just a little two ton one. It was nothing. It's still, they still ain't light. I, did ha I had help putting the new one up because, you know, you got to get it in there at an angle to get it in, you know, where the ductwork is. So I didn't want to struggle too hard. But taking it down, it's like just taking it down to a concrete floor. If I got to drop it, I drop it. Just well, so time. let's, since Ryan brought that up, because yeah, we're going to just jump segue. all over the map. Yeah, segue. So, Instagram. <laughs> tell us a little bit about what what do you Well, I got on here reels or stories. What's your pick on that on Instagram? Depends on what it is. If I want it to stay up for a long See? time, it would be a reel. If I just want it for the day, it's a story. Well, I, yeah, well, I know that you just described what they are. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't ever know which one to use. Riding's Which one do you think gets more traffic? Well, or I what? Think. Let me actually let me back up. Do you catch yourself clicking on people's stories or their reels? Oh, that's a good one. It's like, do you scroll through stories or are you scrolling through the, I guess, the meat I and guess, potatoes? I guess a little bit of both. You know, I don't know what the algorithm is, but like certain people pop up in my stories first. And I don't mm -hmm. know what that algorithm is. So I feel like I see a lot of the same people over and over again. I'd like to see more people. So you can actually mute people or you can change some of those things. Like if you hit the little dots in the corner of people's different stuff, you can set some of that. But it took yeah, forever to figure that out. Because uh, I feel like if you click on them up there, they're going to keep giving it to you up there. Like, yeah. Well, you like I, I mean. said, I got an I got an hour drive home, so I got a lot of time. I can look at both. I, I usually gotcha. do. Yeah. Hey, hey, Igor, look at this. <laughs> yeah. How's the drive over there? You're doing good, honey. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you, all right. You jump on TikTok any on the ride home? You cry. I think TikTok. you've got a bunch of people on TikTok. You've got. A I do have a bunch there. of big. Um, TikTok is not my favorite because people come out of the it's woodwork on either. TikTok. Like TikTok the mind, like is the, a the negativity crazy, man. Oh boy, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna just come on the show and tell you my TikTok is pretty sad. If you open my phone up and you get on TikTok, it's either gonna be babies 
falling or <laughs> animals doing stupid stuff. Like I have to have, I have to, <laughs> you can really go down some bad roads on TikTok, man. I mean, you got to be careful. You <laughs> The only reason why I even engage with TikTok is because you can make a longer video and then share it to Instagram longer than the 90 seconds Instagram gives you. Yep. There you That's go. the only reason. Now, dang it, here's another one. I figured this out not too long ago. If you've got a video that's more than 90 seconds, start it as a post and it will auto convert it to a reel on its own and it won't mess with your time limit. Stop it. Jeez. Are you yep. serious? That's yeah. why people listen to this show. They get all yeah. the kind of info. To get the real HVAC info. Re- <laughs> That's <laughs> it. If you want to up, if you want to yeah. up your extended length real game, come <laughs> listen to HVAC R and D. Yeah, and kill all your brain cells. Oh man, social media. I mean, we yeah. gotta have it. I guess. Do we? That's how I'm know. gonna reach the people. Because just doing what I'm doing, I'm only reaching the guys. I know. All right. So first of all, you got to give your company name. You got to give a shout out to your company. Oh, for sure. That's air experts in Raleigh and covers everywhere. Raleigh, like the whole triangle, the greater Raleigh area. They call it. Okay. There it is. It's not the triad, is it? Or is it? Where am I thinking? No, triangle. Triangle. Triad is, uh, Wednesday area. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We got triad and triangle. There's probably something else that starts with with three of some sort. Oh. Speaking of no, dead but... brain cells. <laughs> and you gotta throw out your Instagram. So you gotta kinda spell that out so we can drop that on here. HVAC install her. HVAC underscore install underscore her. Great. You like name, what I did with way. that? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. loving that. <laughs> I'll be honest, I had never watched a single thing you had posted or anything, but when I read it, I said, that's a good sense of humor. And I opened your account. I remember this the first time, and that's how I followed you. Well, all <laughs> I keep seeing is the, is the Pac Man metal thing. I just can't. Get that yeah, I recently, head. I recently changed that. You like that? Did you? <laughs> yeah, but it's a picture from a while back. What I remember about that day, that install was not that Pac-Man. It was because it hailed that day. It was just that's all I remember about that install. It was the hail, and I'll remember it was that Pac-Man day because it never hailed on me before and since that day. All right, so you. So you've been doing this three years now, not a social worker. Well, not a social kinda, worker. You kind of are still sometimes with the green guys. Yeah, and my husband. And your well, I, yeah. I was going to let you say that out loud. I wasn't going to say that. How, so, so how many times a day do you have to say, "Don't make me take that up with HR"? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> not. It's not usually him. It's usually me. Like it'll be like I'm not inappropriate at work. Let me just put that I am not inappropriate. But there's times where like there's no one there or we're in an attic, no one's looking. I go in for just a little peck of a kiss and he's like, We're at work. Get to work. Oh wow. Like, Come poor, on, man. Poor. Where's the love to make it through where's the game? Where's the love? Literally, where's the love? Where's the love? <laughs> 
All right, so let's get into that a little bit. How did, I mean, how did this, how did this all come about, you working with him? I think he's, like, he had been asking for, like, years for me to come work with him just because I think he, like, knows, like, my work ethic. I think he knew, just because he's been in it so long, like, he knew what it entailed and knew that I could do it. And because I didn't know anything about it or what it would entail, like, I just always was like, no, I don't think I can. I don't think I can. So I just continued doing what I was doing. And then when he knew how fed up I was with what I was doing and the toll it was taking on me, he's like, you got nothing to lose. Like, just come try it. If it, if you can't do it, you can always go back. That's the good yeah, thing right. about that kind of job security. Those kind of places are always hiring and HVAC is also always hiring. So like, I can't lose. I could always go back. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. And then... We did the math out and we're like, well, I would actually be making more money and my family balance, work family balance would be better. And yeah, let me try it. And then I started doing it. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, I wish I did this 10 years ago. Thanks, yep. dad. <laughs> Jeez. I guess live and learn though. But I feel like now, like I feel like before COVID, like while I was in doing what I was doing, I enjoyed what I was doing and I was good at it. And then it was like, you don't know what you don't know. So while I was in it, I enjoyed it before COVID. And I feel like I, I played a role in the places I worked and I helped people. So I don't regret it, but I do feel like I could have, I could be in a different place now if I had done things differently. That makes sense? It does. Makes perfect yeah. sense. But right, I feel so like too, it speaks to like, like who I am as a person, like every job I've ever had, I've always done my best. Like, I don't, I don't not work hard. Like I, if I'm, if I'm going to devote my life, 40 hours of my week to this, whatever it is, I'm going to do it at a hundred percent. Like I'm going to try it, to be yeah. the best at it. Give it now, hell. Now, do you yeah. believe a lot of that is because of your dad's trade background in some ways or is that also because of y'all's <clears throat> no culture and and beliefs or what where do you think all that stems from i'm not sure where it stems from but i feel like it like like i can see it in in my work life but i can also see it in other parts of my life it's like when i decide i'm gonna do something like i'm gonna do it i don't know it's just like my nature CrossFit. i guess yeah, like I go in there, I'm like, mm, I'm not really feeling it today. I'm just going to kind of take it easy. And then I'm in there and I'm like, no, I'm going all out. Like I can't. It's just like an all or nothing. So first of all, CrossFit. Okay, so my, you know, my wife, Tracy, she did CrossFit for one year and she got ripped. I'm not going to lie. She got pretty ripped, but it trashed her shoulders. Oh, really? Is that? Is that still like a thing floating around CrossFit? I mean, I was Listen, doing a lot of CrossFit stuff with her, but it trashed her shoulders, like to the point where she probably should have something done to it. <laughs> I mean, so this is what I'll say about that. CrossFit, I feel like it gets like a bad rep. And I feel like a lot of people have that kind of ideas like, oh, you do CrossFit, you're going to do all these crazy things and you're going to get hurt. I feel like what it comes down to is, is coaching. Like what kind of coaches right. did she have? What kind of movement was she doing? And was she just doing it like trash and just kept doing it like trash and no one right. corrected her? Because if you're doing it right, or if you can't do it, you need to 
you know, modify it in some way to do it differently. Well, what so you're not going to hurt yourself. She loved it. Like, and it changed her big time. Like she loved it. And the only reason she was just like, I can't do this anymore is her shoulder. Like, and it could have been already, you know, on the way out. And then that just polished it off. But so what's your, uh, what's your favorite CrossFit thing? Oh, my favorite, my favorite lift. Okay. Yep. So I have two. I would say wide. I would say your favorite wad, but that's a lot, you know, there's a lot of those. <laughs> there's a lot of background I have to go into for that. Yep. <laughs> but listen, I have no ACL in my right knee. I had one, I tore it, I got it replaced and I tore that one. So now I just live without one. So before I tore it again, my favorite was um, the split jerk, which basically you take the weight from your shoulders and you put it over your head, but at the same time you split your feet, one in front, one in back. Yep. And now because of the instability in my knee, I just, I can't go as heavy as I used to, so it's not as fun. Yeah, that's an Olympic style, very Olympic style snatch up there. Yeah, it's, it's a really complex thing. And now I just feel like I can't do it at my best so it's not a favorite anymore now i like the overhead squat what about burpees no one likes burpees come on i love burpees they're they're good for you but no one likes them ah that's got to be the best workout on the planet for you about burpee i mean it probably is but no one likes it (laughs) i mean she had got to the point where she was doing handstand push-ups yeah that's a thing i mean that was with her feet on the wall of course she couldn't do them in midair, just out in the middle of the floor. Oh, but no. That's, uh, that's a whole other yeah. level if you can do that. What about so box jumps? Do you like box jumps? Um, I, don't do box, <laughs> I don't do box jumps. It's just too... It's oh, just yeah, that's too, right. The knee. Yeah, sorry. I can do one, but I just choose not to because I don't want to hurt myself and not be able to work the next day. So I just choose not to. So Corey had me... Corey's been working out hardcore and he's he's getting pretty good size. So he he had me doing legs this morning with him. And is it Bulgarian squats? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about scared your knees about to blow out. I said, Corey, yeah. I'm not doing these, bud. So you <laughs> you put your foot up on, you know, for everybody listening, you put your you stand there, you're holding two, we were holding two dumbbells. You put one foot up on a on a bench and then you do a squat with just that one leg with the weights hanging down beside you and i just knew my knee was gonna blow out (laughs) my god this is can't be good for you but it it's a uh it's a great workout it's just like you're 18 i'm 41 i'm gonna go over here and do something else knock yourself out i'm gonna do a leg press in this machine or something but, but I feel like that's the beauty of CrossFit, though, is like you can you can be doing the same, you can be working out the same thing in a different way and still get the benefit of the workout. Right. Oh, I love incorporating CrossFit stuff into my workouts. They're uh, they will get you in shape. Yeah, All right. For sure. So you've given a shout out to. Well, let wow. me shout out my CrossFit gym, Tar Heel CrossFit. Well, there you go. Yep, gotta do that. And then didn't 
uh, one of your instructors like just win some crazy CrossFit award or something? Yes, yeah. So um, Christina Mazzullo, Tina, she um, owns the gym, and she was in the upper extremity division of the CrossFit Games, and she won first place. I think I just watched yep. that while ago. I didn't know. I didn't realize. I wasn't putting two and two together though. That's cool. Yeah, super proud of her. She works hard. She devotes herself to it. Wish I had the time and energy, but she's awesome. And and like nutrition wise too, like she's a nutritionist. So she's really, you know, killing it on all, all sides. So obviously that helps you with install, right? I mean, Oh, for sure. I think so. For sure. Do you go? So when do you do CrossFit? On the weekends, after work, or um, I'll go to the five p.m. class during the week, and then they have a Saturday workout that I try to make. Ooh, man, that's a lot in the summer. Yeah, no. Oh, joke. The, no. The, my <laughs> summer attendance is it dwindles in the summertime. I, I joke about that. Like I hadn't gone for like the last, or I haven't gone regularly last like two weeks, and I went yesterday and was like, oh hey, all these new faces, I don't even know you. Do I even go here? Yeah, where's the rest of them? Oh, they quit. Yeah. <laughs> where's my friends? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they don't realize what you just did before no, you got there. I have no idea. Right? <laughs> I Some of them do. A lot of them follow me, so they know. They get it. Right. All right. Um, crap, I went blank. What was I going to add? Oh, so this is... Uh, this is kind of an odd question, but when Tracy was in CrossFit, before when class was over, they would all lay down on the ground and put a weight on a on a you know a bar, and you roll it over you, and mm-hmm. if your butt touches the bar, oh, then you're good. Is that still a thing? If I your butt know. doesn't touch the bar, then you haven't done enough squats. Oh, for the booty gains, the booty oh, I would gain. fail that yep. test. No, that's not a thing. Okay. Maybe maybe that's a TikTok thing. That is not no, a real CrossFit thing. That is a TikTok thing, and that is. Oh, this was. That it, oh, this that was is like definitely. That, or I think it's like a Snapchat thing too. That's one of those thirst trap things. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, she'd come home. She's like, Nah, I could. I didn't touch the bar today. I'm like, What are you talking about? She's like, Well, we just lay down. You put a plate on each side, and then you roll it over you. And if you if you're not touching the bar, then you got to do more legs gotta do more squats i'm like what <laughs> i don't think that's affiliated with the crossfit brand uh, oh yeah <laughs> Probably, no, definitely not definitely not oh man all right well so one of the last questions here like what do you i know we've asked you about the future i know you don't want to do install every day forever what do you think what do you see yourself getting into you said, I mean, you see yourself doing service? You want to dive in that deep or what do you think? I would like to learn service. I don't know if I want to be service. Like, I don't, I don't really like the go back to the work-life balance thing. I feel like they kind of get the short end of the stick on that. Oh, no, it sucks. On service. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> no, That's... I don't really, like, I want to learn, but I don't want to do it. Does that make sense? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, that's a, um, that's a, that's a big conversation with companies, you know, they still, the, 
they they you find a you know a lead guy and you're like ah he's got to go to service next i mean he's just done with install but you know we've had jeff on this show flintstone like they ain't got no desire to go to service and they i don't shouldn't have to you know yeah, I don't either. So for as long as I can do this, I think I'll do this. And then, you know, the question everyone asks is like, when are you going to get your license and open your own company? And I don't even know if I'm interested in that. I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't know. It sounds it sounds uh, appealing, but then when you really think about the time and responsibility and liability and ah, I don't even know. I like what I'm doing right now. Right. Well, and you should just crush that. Yeah. I think I got a while left in me. I don't know about Igor. He's been doing this a lot longer and he's like tired. I was going to say, <laughs> what's his plan? Is he, do y'all talk about what his plan is? He's trying to figure that out. He's, I think he's trying to figure that out. So he's trying to figure out my plan too. So he's always like talking <laughs> to the sales guys like, she should go to sales. Broski, I don't even want to go into sales. I feel like sales would be a step back into my old job, and I'm trying to get away from that. Sales is well, a different is a different kind of beast in this too. Yeah, but I've said it on here before. The female walking oh, yeah. up oh, yeah, to, to the house to sell an air conditioner. That's what the sales manager says. He's like, I'd love to have a female. Right? Yeah, you would but crush that. I mean, I probably would. I told you, I crush everything I set my mind to. I just got to make up my mind to do it, and then I maybe I will. It's not as bad as the service hours. It's kind of similar, you know, because you're like, hey, you run one more call here. They really want an install. They, they really want to need a quote. You know, you maybe catch on call or something here and there, but depends on the company. Some companies are getting away from that because they're scared they're going to run somebody off. You know, they're just yeah. like, no, 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 no. You just do four and then you can just go home. Please yeah. don't leave then, us. <laughs> then you got yeah. the on-call stuff, though, and then it's like you really want to make the sale, so you're taking the call in the middle of dinner, and just the slippery <laughs> slope of sales. Uh, Ryan was on a call. We were getting ready to record oh yeah. this show. Oh yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Um, I, I will be honest. I found myself at different times in my career. I over overworked. Some of it was because I had to learn. I guess some of it was I had to learn the lesson of put the phone down right yeah um and i still struggle with that sometimes these days especially when you go to a new place you really want you want to impress you want to get as much done as fast as you can and i've tried to really as i've walked into new roles here to really make sure that i keep my my family balance in check because it's you know chris and i've been through a lot of different stuff um and a lot of different things happen at different times just because we would get disconnected because I was over overworking. Um, so yeah, it's been a much better work life balance moving to where I am now. But I feel like I'm even more productive than I ever was at work in some ways before, but I also feel like I've got better friendships. I've got a better marriage. I've got, you know, better church friends. I've got better you know, friends in general, and I continue to build a better network um, by just actually making sure I keep that balance, which it's something, you know, we talk about that all the time. We can go back to, to the mental health game again, if we want to, because it's, you know, this job is a physical grind as much as it can be a mental grind, depending on which part of the industry you're in. Um, right. So you've always got to be, 
you know, attuned to that. And I think as you get older, as you pay attention, you start being more and more attuned to those different things. But it takes time. You got to screw up a bunch first. Yeah, I'm glad she mentioned work-life balance. There's a lot of people that just kind of push that aside. Of course, we have different parts of our in our life that that's important and it ain't you know um but yeah when i was when i was uh my boss asked me to start start another division of the company and i was like oh okay you're gonna just hire some people and i'll run it no 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 we're just gonna start with you in a van again i'm like no dude that's not happening because i would have missed my daughter's life then i've already missed half my son's life and then that's what you you gotta that work-life balance is a big part of it. Yeah, and you can't go back. Like right now, my kids no. are seven and nine, and they're like in doing sports, and they got you know this yep. performance and that thing after school, and, and I'm there for it all, doing what I'm doing. And you know, the company I work for, like I'm grateful for them because you know I can be I can be like you know my son's got a piano recital at three thirty this afternoon. Can you take that into consideration with what we're doing today? Yep, sure. And it'll give me the two-ton heat pump in the crawl space. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get out in time. You know, so, you know. That is cool. Yep. Seriously, shout out to them. They do take care of us. And um, we take care of them, too. I think that that's one thing that that I should say on here, too. is because some, some installer, some whatever, you're working for a company and you feel like you're not getting out of the company you know, what you want, but what are you putting into the company? I can tell you for sure, Igor and I are putting into the company everything we can. So when it t- comes time that we want something, we get right. it. Yep. Yeah. What a concept that is, right? Like, right. So do you, um, I want to ask you if you feel this way. When I was doing installs, isn't it weird how you're like, oh man, all we got is this, this, and this to do. And we'll be, man, we're already pulling a vacuum. <laughs> And then six hours later, you're like, what is going on here? Oh, yes. <laughs> Why is installs like that? I hated that. I'm like, we ripped it out. It's like, God, we ripped it out in 30 minutes. And then, especially when you're a team, a good team. Yeah. You get it brazed in, you pull it back, and then it just, shit just stops. Okay, literally, case in point, <laughs> last Thursday... Um, we like killed this install. We're pumped. Like it looked like it was going to be really hard, but we got there. We're like, Oh, we got this. And we like, everything went smooth. Great. We went for startup, charged up my unit, opened up the valves and I lost my whole charge. There was a screw in the outdoor unit coil. Oh no. From the factory? From the factory. Oh, yikes. It was like in the the bottom. Yeah, so it was just sitting there empty until you cut the valve. Yeah. Yeah, and then in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, you know, when I set that unit, it felt pretty light, but I didn't think anything (laughs) of it. There was nothing in it. I've had that happen. Well, I've had it happen to me. Well, there's there's two sides of that, right? I've opened the valves before, and it went. I'm like, okay, that was not 15 foot of line set worth. But it didn't have a leak, which freaks you out. You're like, so did they undercharge it from the factory accidentally? Or is there a leak? And are we going to find out in six months? 
you know. I haven't had that one happen to me yet, but that was the first time Thursday that that's ever happened to me. I was like, what is happening? So we, we needed a whole new unit. So we were done at like whatever it was. I think it was like one o'clock. Oh, God, And then geez. we had to wait for another unit to basically start over outside. I've ran a screw into a coil accidentally. No, this is not us. This is from the factory. I don't <laughs> I even know. know how they did it. All those suck. All of those. It would have been. It would have been better if it was us, because then I would at least know that it happened. And that could I be may like eleven o'clock. I need. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm brazing this. Yeah, I, I don't know why installs. And I, I feel like you get out of that finally when you do enough of them, put some years in. But when you're green, the more you rush, the worse it gets. Oh yeah. Yeah. You might as well just pump the brakes. So are you, yeah. when's the, when's the last time you, so when you train a green guy, does he come out with both of y'all? Well, I, this like in, in my mind, what I would like is when there's someone who's green, green, I want them to send him with us every day for like two weeks. Oh yeah. We had that a great conversation like, about this. Yeah, that for me would be it. ideal. Because then I can have him watch me. I can show him what everything is, what everything's called. He can learn, you know, that stuff. And then when he's finished watching me, I can have him do a little bit and then like kind of get him on his own by the end of the time. But it usually doesn't end up like that just because the nature of the game, he's needed here, there, wherever he need, they need an extra hand over here. So they send the new guy and it, he kind of they end up kind of getting lost until they find their place. Right. With whatever guy is going to take them on. But I feel like a lot of time is wasted like that. I feel like you could get them up and running faster if you just. Yeah. And a company that size, like, I don't want to say they shouldn't be in a hurry. You know, we hired a guy. We're like, God, this guy's got to be going tomorrow. Like, what the heck? Like we had like, two, you know, one install crew. And we're like, we got to get this guy trained up. But a company your size, they should put a little bit of time in that guy it ain't gonna hurt nothing i don't know it's 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 their model however they want to do it i'm just saying i'm willing to do it if right yeah I am yeah i know everybody's everybody's chasing after that right like what's the answer to that i think it depends on the now are they getting them out of a trade school they're getting them out of high school they just grabbing whoever it's all it's all different i mean okay he gets some that are you know kids out of high school you get some that went to school which doesn't always mean you know, anything being right, yeah being right i'm talking about that like ah, um, trade yeah. schools sometimes it's worse there. sometimes it's worse <laughs> i know right like oh, man it's not and it's not even meant to sound bad or to bash anybody it unfortunately just sometimes sometimes guys don't get as much out of trade school as they can because they don't have updated enough equipment to know what they're going to run into in some cases. If they're coming into install, like they're overthinking some stuff. I'm like, no, you don't have to really worry about that. Like, I know what you're saying, but can we focus on what's here in front of us? Yeah. Like, you know, I need you to tape that coil to that (laughs) plenum. Like stop, stop worrying about the EEV. I I need you to mastic that. Like you gotta learn how to mastic first. Yes. Yeah. Like don't (laughs) stop tearing the tape, peel off the back first (laughs) i had a i had a buddy that helped me they they sent him out with me to be my helper and he was like super ocd so on the tape 
he would, you know, unroll it, get it to the right length, tear it, stick it on, do another one. And I'm like, and I'd be, I'd see him over there trying to get the back started again. I'm like, what are you doing, <laughs> man? Just, you know, roll a bunch out and just keep pulling the back off. <laughs> Little things like that, right? On yeah, install. it just... Basically, first day you got the green guy, like I can tell you in like an hour how it's going to be. Like, basically, <laughs> by the way, like, all right, tear off a piece of this duct tape. Based on how he tears the duct tape, I can tell how, how it's going to go. Oh, it sticks to <laughs> itself six times. He's, it's stuck to his shirt. You're like, just get back in the van. Just go sit in the van. Just, <laughs> you're not going to work out. <laughs> I know, it sucks, right? Like, that's what we're up against. Um, you got to start somewhere though i mean i know that's why i'm super grateful like the dynamic in which i came into it like with igor literally teaching me like everything like i was i was the green green one and just having someone who was like invested in me because i was going to be his helper like that was just a fact you know so he right. was invested in me in a way that like okay the faster i can get her going the faster i'm going to be able to get back to my routine you know and so if everyone was kind of invested in the green guys like I was invested in, I feel like people would learn faster and better. Yeah, and it's up to the person too, right? Like Oh yeah. They got to dig in there, like you said. They got to they got to go all in too. What's he what's he think about Instagram and stuff? You get him um, holding the camera a lot or what? Yeah, well, it depends on the day. Like, sometimes he's in the mood for it and sometimes he's not. Like, sometimes I'm like, hey, will you record me? He's like, no, we don't have time for this. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try hard. <laughs> yep, you're right. Okay, sorry. I still need to get yeah, you okay, to send... Fine. I was going to say, I still need to get you to send me the pictures from when we were out there because I wanted one of us uh, in front of the truck that he had taken. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's got a sick name, too, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Igor. Don't meet, you don't meet a lot of those. No, you don't. I like that. Yeah. All right. So did you say you had the kids? It's it's almost time for all of us to start cooking. I didn't want to hold you up. No, I specifically told my mom to you wait on my off? call. All right. Yeah, I shipped them off. I was like, <laughs> wait for my call. I'll let you know when I'm done. Nice. I just, I just know they'd be knocking on the door. You're well, if we give it about 30 minutes, she'll have them all fed and everything. Like you literally can just... Just get, out, get out of all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably will. Um, She's good about that. All right. So we all, we've been talking a little bit about AHR. Have you ever experienced that? I came into the social media community, I think late last year. So like by the time I was like in it and like kind of like came to know some of like the big names in the game and all the stuff. It was so loud, I couldn't go. Hmm. I want to go this year. Yeah, so Chicago, y'all need to go check that out. It's a I good... kind of wish I kind of wish I went last year though, because Chicago. Do I want to go to Chicago in January? I don't know. Well, then the, there's that. I left the north for the re for a reason. I keep trying to forget about that. Well, then I think what next or the next one, what twenty five yeah. is back to Orlando. So at least we might get a little bit better temperature. And I think it's in February. Yeah, when's mm. Vegas? Uh, 26. <laughs> I've never been to Vegas. No? No. It's a cool couple times. It's, it's a cool town for a minute. 
It's a lot <laughs> to take in. Yeah, you don't want to spend too much time. Yeah, on you don't that. overdo that one. No, no. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I think yeah, it's a it's a really cool story that you got. We're gonna blast it everywhere. Yep, and uh, we'll definitely definitely find some time when when both of us are down there to try to meet with you guys again. Uh, we'll invite you to the counter days that are coming to Raleigh uh, this fall. <laughs> now, so actually, that's a good question. So, if there was a right time for a counter day during the day, what would be the ideal time? Morning, breakfast. Pick up breakfast. our equipment and enjoy the counter day. Okay. See, I, like I mean, yeah, there's just no other time to do it. It yeah. has to be in the morning. But they always do it at lunch, swing by, grab a hot dog, and and so they try to, you know, that's why we try to do them spring and fall. But installers are installing. That's it. You know, yeah. Company we're not, that size. We're not coming in the middle of the day. No, you're, you're installing every day. Yes. You typically, do you have any time in the weather's, do you ever sit at home at all or no? We do. I mean, sometimes when it's slow. That's what we need to have a counter day. Yep. <laughs> it's unpredictable though. You'll never know when that's yeah, going to happen. That's the truth. <laughs> well, it's like we couldn't get summer and then all of a sudden it's just stayed 90 degrees for ever. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing too. Summertime. I'm like, oh, when's summer going to be over? And then winter comes. I'm like, I need summer. I know. 100. Yeah, it's the love hate of the install game with the yep. the weather. <laughs> but one hundred percent prefer the heat over the cold, like one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I liked installing in the winter time. I didn't like running service in the winter time, though. No, I don't want. No, I prefer the heat. Because you're installing, you're just. My hands are cold. I feel like I'm going to cut myself, and I'm not even going to know it. No. Yeah, that's. I was well, on the refrigerant part. The refrigerant part in the wintertime really sucks. Yeah, I was going to say, I was a big fan of the uh, nice, nice, crisp fall day ductwork install and everything else. Those are always nice. Wasn't too hot, getting everything done. So I, most of, I would say the bulk of my my install crew was, was running, or excuse me, install stuff was running RNC crew. But we did have, I did do a decent bit of retrofit. But most of the time, since kind of like you, I didn't really dabble into the service side as much, even though I was forced to get my EPA card because my dad taught the class. Um, I never really got to mess with the ton of refrigerant. Like I brazed and everything, but I never did a lot of startups. So that's kind of where I fell behind a lot on that. Now I'll say, what's your, what's your favorite part of installing? Um, what do you mean? Are you, like, are you, are you, I don't know. You like brazen? Do you like, I mean, what's the, yeah, you like your favorite duck, part? Like brazen, like. What's your favorite part work. other than getting in the van and leaving? Looking at it. <laughs> Good yeah, job. Friday paycheck. Um, <laughs> Friday <you> paycheck. <laughs> what do I, what do I enjoy? Actually, probably truly is like the, the customer interaction. Maybe that's the social work in me. Like I oh, like, I like, I sales. like, like I was going to say we might not. We might not be able to publish this part. You might get roped into sales. Well, I don't know. Maybe one day, someday, that'll be my backup plan. But on, like to me, it's the experience. Like not like not just talking with the customer is like 
the little details that make it a good experience. Because for me, like I, in my mind, I'm thinking like, what is it when they see us doing this? Because for us, it's like all just the motions, right? But like these people have no idea what we're doing, how it's right. going to be done. And so like every move I make is calculated. You know, when we come in and we put the shoe covers on, when we lay the tarps down to make sure their floors don't get dirty, like all those little details that set us apart, like to give them a better experience with the install so they don't have to worry. Because you know they're worrying and not saying anything, right? Oh, they they're are. like, oh, are they going to drip all that water on my rug? Are they going to track all that mud in? And, you know, some of these houses we go into are like, nice. And so to do all those little things that not everybody does, to me, that is like, that's my... Niche. Yep. like I just like details like I want everything to be good like when we set all the old equipment outside like I don't put it in an ugly pile like we're ripping out ductwork I'm bagging it like they don't want to see all their old ductwork out on their lawn for six hours their neighbors <laughs> nope. are judging that's a good point you know like so those little things I think that's my favorite is to to provide the better experience than what the norm is yeah the neighbors are watching they for are. sure that's a so like uh, when we're doing the neighbor we're kind of like advertising to the next neighbor because you know when one goes out they're all going out right yeah we've talked about that on the show like that's that that well what, that, what that you're story you've been telling the last oh two my weeks God. <laughs> yeah no bosh in that neighborhood <laughs> oh yeah that story but that, that's the thing right everybody's you're right everybody's looking they're looking out the window like god what is she doing out there but i was gonna say does do you feel the homeowners seem comfortable with you in there i think they do yeah they gotta be. And i think I, I think it's not just like well number one i'm a woman so i feel like for a lot of people that puts them at ease especially if it's just a, like the wife or the woman at home right and because nobody wants strange guys in their house and nope. like, there's just anxieties that nobody talks about so i think that not only me being a woman, but me like explaining everything. I think I do a, a good job or a better job than other people do. And not to knock on anyone else or make myself, you know, advertise myself like that. But I think it's something that people can do better. Like when you get there, like tell them, like, this is where, where I'm going to need to access. This is where I'm going to be. Um, this is like the timeline you can expect. And then like when things don't go right, like tell them like in real time what's happening. Like, hey, we got this bad from the manufacturer. We're waiting on this part. That's why you're going to see us kind of standing around waiting, you right. know, cause they're watching you and they're like, what are they doing? They're just, yeah, don't come out of the attic at 1030 yeah. and go, it is not going good up here. <laughs> I used to hate when it was like something ran like service. You come across that. It's, you know, they wanted you to show up cause it's that, but it, but it's late and they're eating dinner and I'm keep walking in and out with all these parts. And it's just, God, it's just, mm -hmm. Like I'll be like I'll be like, hey, so when we're when we're taking everything out and bringing in the new stuff, we're gonna be back and forth in this in and out of this door. If you got pets, lock them up because I don't want a cat getting out by accident or yep. your dog running out. Like it's all those little things that just make it a better experience that has nothing to do with the install. But it has point. everything to do with the install. I mean, yeah, it is. That is the install. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is. But it's yep. unfortunately it's not the norm. So I'm I'm trying to change that. Like within you know, like our company just, you know, you know, when we work with other crews, showing them how I do it and how I explain it and stuff like that. That's how, that's how I'll make a difference, like in my small world. And then in the larger world, I just want to like spread the word of like, just do. See, that's a, a good I'm job. Telling global, you, project global. 
Yeah, that's your next move, though, is, is training everybody at that company. Even if it's everybody. even if it's the soft skills training, just like that. Soft skills. It's you know, it's it's yeah. not always the physical part of the the install, but it's you know, you have a sequence of operations you need to follow for when you're putting in your equipment. Well, our company we hold it to a different standard, and we have a sequence of operations when you're entering the home. Period. Yeah, and I think it it like comes different like hearing it from someone who is your equal. Like I'm um, your, you know, we're at the same level. Like I'm no better than you. You're no better than me. But this is the best way to do it. Where it comes from someone from inside the office. I think sometimes the attitude is, well, you don't know what we deal with. You don't know what we do out there. Like that's easy for you to say. You're in the AC all day, but right. I'm not. Like I'm here and I am still able to do it. So you're able to do it. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's those are great points for the installers out there. Yeah, those now, are you some the, sound bite nuggets right there. Are you the one setting up the stat and going all over all that with the homeowner or do you let yeah. the, let him do yeah. it? Okay. See there? You got the sales skills. I know, dang it. She is talking <laughs> herself Igor, into this Igor sales says, job. Igor's like, You gonna go explain everything to the homeowner? I'm like, Isn't that your job, Foreman? And he's like, You're better at talking than me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're gonna we're gonna get you in sales yet you just wait yep all right Steve, well you determined and you gotta <laughs> y'all gotta make a trip to chicago or one of these ahr events you're gonna have to go and check it out he'll he'll have a it's like a kid in a candy store in there yeah i really want to go i'm a, i can't say definitive that i'm going yet but i want to go well you got to plan it out you know what i mean you yeah, I gotta I gotta do it ahead of time too, so I don't get Well, to help you with that, to help you with your planning, to help anyone else that's listening to the show with their planning, please make sure you register at ahrexpo.com. Once you get registered, you get the app and then you start planning the show. So for you guys, you download the app on your phone and you can see the entire map of the floor and you can literally go and if you want to go look at uh, the Amanda booth if they've got one or if you want to go look at Bosch you want to go look at any other uh, tools or anyone else you want to see you want to go see the Centrotherm guys I know they'll be there I'm sure they had a pretty cool booth down in Atlanta so you can go you can search for the booths you can save them that way you can mark them on a route and you can kind of start figuring out how to make your way through this because it is not a one day walk through you got to see it all and leave you've, you've got to have a plan for it it's just too much I mean, yeah. 1,600 vendors. So. Wow. There's so, your counter yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. It is counter day. It is the biggest counter day of the year. You can say that. Yeah. From breakfast through dinner, you get all the meals <laughs> <laughs> with a HVAC R&D podcast or two in between. There you go. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. You, uh. You dropped way more nuggets on here on us than I thought you would, or you thought you would too. So, no, how dare you tell me? Oh, gonna... <laughs> well, you, you were, shots you were, fired. You were acting like you wasn't gonna. You, you just, I don't know. You, that was some great information. Yeah, it was. For the, it was a good show. Installers out there. Um, so yeah, anytime you want to come on, let us know. We'll have you back, and hopefully, uh, we'll see you soon. I will make the next trip out. Yep. Sounds good. Or and, uh, I can bring the trailer. You know, hey, 
Well, hey, the new the new branch uh, is in process in Raleigh. So my company's coming to Raleigh. It's actually going to be in Morrisville, close to where where you go a lot. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think Counter Day is going to be maybe sometime in September, looks like. So uh, our grand opening. So we'll definitely keep you in the loop for that too. Yeah, make me a plate and Uber it to me. That's I'll it. bring you some. Well, well, I'll bring you a biscuit. And drop it off at the counter. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. It's like Rachel, if you're here by eight, your biscuit will be waiting for you. <laughs> if there's or if there are any other vendors, you can check them out while they're here. If not, at least you'll have a biscuit. You accommodate me, I'll show up. That's there you it. Go. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night and keep up the good work out there, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Rachel. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger